Hey, Oban, yeah. if people want additional, more sexy content mm-hmm. of us, where should they go? Oh, well, they should go to our Patreon. Ooh, they could become part of our Discord community, mm-hmm. Ask Me Anything, and an additional bonus, bonus episode. And I've heard that someone has told me that sometimes there's some fun little sexy content that comes in every once in a while, too. I plead the fifth. Where should they go? They should check out True North Dom, D-O-M-M-E dot com, and click our Support Us Patreon. Love it. Hello, kinky friends. This is True North Dom, a.k.a. Madam Red, and I'm laying here next to my kinky latex friend, Oben. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I kind of like this uh, setup. We're like just fucking <clears throat> chilling on the bed, right? Yeah. We're, uh, we we're rented an Airbnb, so we're yeah. doing our own little holiday during COVID here. It's not COVID's over. You can't ixnay on the it's COVID. It's phase two. Phase two, right. We're good. We're allowed to hang. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're on vacation right now. Yes. We're having fun. I like, I like, cheers. Cheers. Yay. We got a nice fireplace. Yeah. Nice tub. Silas is chilling out. A suitcase full of toys. Shh. What are you shushing me for? <laughs> You're gonna get fucking cake in your pie hole. True. See, I got one. Yes. Two, yeah, people don't see the three, three cakes. We cakes. Have. We have three got, cakes. One of them we we're gonna chocolate. eat. Chocolate. We're gonna eat the the carrot cake. Yeah. And you're gonna get the chocolate in your filthy pie hole. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna get the other one in your face. Yeah. You don't so, have a clean pie hole. <laughs> no, you're getting filthy. <laughs> <laughs> So, on that topic, pegging. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to talk about. Let's be honest. If there's a passion between the both of you and I, it's fucking pegging. Yeah. Pegging yeah. is uh, definitely a passion. So, let's tell people what pegging is, actually, because some people may not know what pegging is. Mm-hmm. Pegging is the act of when a vagina owner or female. Mm-hmm wears a harness with a phallic or cock and penetrates a man or a person of genitalia mm-hmm. in the rectum or asshole. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a pretty good description. It's when you get when a dude gets fucked in the ass. <laughs> now, I'd like to make it clear just because you get pegged or you enjoy having penetration in ass, it does not mean you're gay. So just... Yeah, that's, I think that's a big discussion for... Um, I think that's a big discussion for lots of people. Or am I going to say discussion, but thoughts? Yeah, because right? instantly, like, I know in the past, partners where I would try to do uh, stick a finger or any type of anything with their rectum, they're like, yeah. that's gay, don't touch me back there. And yes. it's like, no, that's... That's irrelevant. That doesn't mean anything that you like guys because you enjoy your rectum played with or your anus played with. Like, ass play does not mean you're gay. So just yeah. throw that completely out the window. That's just bull right. crap. I think um, before we really dive into this episode, two things. Uh, I think this will probably be a little bit more of an explicit episode, obviously. <laughs> when are we not explicit? That's true. That's true. <laughs> We're rated as explicit, by the way. <laughs> Good. And then second of all, 
Uh, let's remind the let's remind our friends. You you identify as a dom. I am a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I identify as a sub, a submissive. Correct. Yeah, we have different plays, but that's how we typically identify. Absolutely, and we are by no means experienced experts. We are mm. just two people who are friends who love talking about kink sharing our lifestyle and our BDSM kink fetish experiences out there to everyone else who's listening and wants to maybe learn more about kink or mm-hmm. explore their sexuality or want to know more about the lifestyle or yeah. for whatever reason. There's a lot of res- resources. I know you will probably talk about a little bit later, but there's a lot of resources that people can go to online and learn Absolutely. about a lot of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Or like we talked about before, through your local um, kink community, you, you can definitely meet people and learn a lot of things, right? Absolutely. So let me ask you something. When did you um, start to think, I like pegging, I want to peg? I've always been obsessed with sticking my finger and playing with assholes since my first sexual partner. Yeah. Um, and receiving um, uh, anal play, <clears throat> whether it's say, rimming or yeah. uh, genitalia in my ass. Right. You fingers. enjoyed it. I love it. And then you enjoyed uh, also like receiving and giving. Absolutely. My first time pegging actually was in 2014. I had a. Do you have a diarize or something? You got the date? No, down? I remember. <laughs> I do remember. I had this really young guy mm-hmm. who was a short-term lover. It wasn't anything serious. He was much younger than you? Oh, yeah. Like seven years younger than me. Okay. God, he loved to like have sex a lot. Right. And I think that's why we were really compatible. Yeah. It was just like, oh, wonderful. Right. But he was really fun and kinky. He was probably in my top three. Yeah. And we went to the sex... Um, adult store together mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he wanted me to peg him. And had, I was he, like, had he had experience of being pegged? I really don't know, but okay. he liked plugs and things like that. And yeah. I was totally on board. I yeah. was like, this sounds fun. This is exciting. So we shopped together for this. Um, we ended up getting the double sided cock. So what that means is, or what that looks like is you have a harness, but the, there's a portion that goes inside the female who's a dildo portion, a dildo portion yeah. silicone that's going inside the, the female vagina and then it comes out through the harness and it can penetrate mm. the male. So you're getting pleasure while you're giving to yeah. the recipient. Right. Did so, you like that? Oh, I loved it. I was so wet and turned on. Uh, we picked it out. It was all black, and we played with it that night. We played with it quite a bit, and I have never seen anyone, um, I guess, come so much. Mm-hmm. Like, and he just the moans and the groans. I think right. that's what really turned me on. I was just like, oh my god, this is hot. Okay. It also was really empowering, and I got to feel what it was like being on the other side. I was like, is this what men feel like mm-hmm. when they? So I'm like, see, this is that's what I was trying to. I wanted to try and get to like what was that was going through your mind. It sounds like so your first experience was sounds like it was a fantastic. Experience. Yeah, he was on his back with his legs <clears throat> up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was topping him. I was on my knees, bent mm-hmm. over him, mm-hmm. 
And it, it wasn't a large cock by any means. Uh, I would say it would probably be average. Mm-hmm. And he took that pretty well. You don't want to start out with someone who's new to pegging or has not done anal stretching where you train your asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, you definitely want to start out small. Yeah. yeah. So that was the that was your your first experience with yes. it. That's yeah. very cool. So, yeah. I mean... And it's hard. I guess where I lived then, um, it was hard finding people into that. And then when I moved here, and then also joining on FetLife, I actually got to meet a partner where they were huge into that. So I had a lot of experience Mm-hmm. doing more of that and larger size cocks mm-hmm. and got into milking prostates mm-hmm. and expanding more into the ass play aspect. So it was more than <clears throat> the the pegging part was more than just playing with his ass and having a dildo or a vibrator or whatever. It was a fact that you were in the act of like thrusting and it was like this was this was it was it was like your dick it was your cock yeah absolutely like I owned it and I still too when I do scenes to this day I just did a scene last night with that uh, dominatrix and her sub it was Mm -hmm. a um, a sissy roast yeah and what's a roast a (laughs) roast we both just took over her sissy (laughs) we tortured him he's a trooper yes if you're listening to this you are by far the most strongest sub i have ever met he took those talon nipple clamps like you tried those on me oh my god like i couldn't even have one i tried them on my previous partner too and he instantly called us safer i can't blame them they're mean i have not found anyone that liked them but this (laughs) this guy took it and i was like wow but not to get off subject, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, so. Well, you were talking about the fact that last night you did a scene where you were. Yeah. So I didn't do pegging, but I wore my harness and my cock because it just. just right. It's, it was a dominant thing. I just, I wanted to be the masculine energy of the scene. Um, we had a cool black light and it just illuminated because I got that new white harness for mm-hmm. Aslan. Mm-hmm. So it was more aesthetically with my right. dom role and power, even though I didn't use it. So you, you definitely enjoy having, like, it, it feels like it, now it's part of you. It's like, well, and you get a power from that I'm somewhat, very, right? I hang out with a lot of guys. <clears throat> I'm kind of... Mm-hmm outdoorsy tom girl like i'm definitely i mean there's some feminine ass aspects of me but as as a alpha woman or as who i am i'm definitely have a lot of masculine energy and you just real feel that you can you can uh focus it when you know you're wearing a harness and that just just helps with your your dom energy i I just i love fucking assholes i don't know how to explain i just love (laughs) fucking. you know what it was so funny (laughs) i was listening with some people on that one when we were talking about origins that origins episode okay and you you said you your first time you butt fucked in the cemetery oh my god (laughs) oh that was a different episode that we deleted because it was a little personal our hottest scene our hottest scene yeah that was funny. They're like, <laughs> yeah, no. I think Gossamer Pink on Instagram. She loves. Oh. She's hardcore into pegging. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of women that love topping. Like, and some women are very curious about it. I've had women mm-hmm. reach out on Instagram or FetLife and curious about harness or 
um, where to begin and stuff. And I will say one person I do want to give a strong um, uh, reach out to people for um, maybe if you're wanting to learn about pegging or more information, um, a really amazing woman who does podcasts out there and pegging seminars, uh, a shout out to Ruby Ryder. And how would you spell her last name? R-Y-D-E-R. And her website is peggingparadise.com. Mm-hmm. And on her FetLife and on peggingparadise.com, she was doing them free or by donation. And you can pick your donation. But she has a beginning pegging. And I took mm-hmm. all of her little seminars just for extra education. Mm-hmm. Uh, advanced pegging. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes more into the positions and um, chemicals and dildos to be conscientious and aware of because they're novelty toys mm-hmm. and lubrications. Yeah, um, we can talk about that in a bit. Absolutely. And then about equipment. And she has some really insightful information for people who are new to pegging, who want to explore it, uh, about toys, positions, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. myths, and just things that people aren't fully aware of. Now, I don't know if she goes into prostate milking and stuff, but she she does talk a lot about the prostate. Yeah. Because people enjoy pegging because it does hit against the prostate and it is a intense orgasm. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I think... Like, you've been pegged. What do you love about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I I absolutely love it. Like, your dom pegged <clears throat> you a lot previously yeah. in your scenes. Well, I mean, for me, my first experience with it was with my dom. I definitely had uh, knew that I enjoyed some ass play. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely had experience with different plugs and different prostate massagers. So over the prior years. to that, you've yeah. done your own exploration but, with your prostate. But I'd also had, I'd also had hurt myself. Mm. Um, and so, <clears throat> uh, just n- number one, lube, lube. And then when you think about it, more lube. I like, know. I go through so much right. lube. Lube is important. On lube. So that was a mistake on me. And I actually injured myself quite bad. So, I think that, um, and that was years and years ago. Was it like hemorrhoid or just no, torn tissue? I actually or? tore uh, tore inside my, I don't know if it's the rectum or what, but mm. I actually had a little tear in there. And was it from not enough lube or big toys I, or you're not sure? I don't know entirely. I just know that I did. And yeah, I mean, I ended up getting scoped and everything. And, oh, wow. Oh, no. It was like a, it was like a year and a bit of. Oh, shit. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. No. Though. So I mean, um I don't wanna I don't wanna scare anyone off, but I mean let I mean, honestly, like we're talking about the you know, something that um is you definitely have to use slow slow, 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 slow and do it. So anyway, so my introduction to it uh, into pegging was with my dom, my first dom, and um, it was something that she loved, mm-hmm. and she was very experienced with it. So that was was a comfort to me, and I remember her, you know, using plugs and telling me to train with plugs and stretch enough. Uh, we got like you know ordered a set of different sizes. Yeah. <clears throat> that it would go in for different times of the day. I mean, there was that was part of our dom play, anyways, right? Right, right. In control, but 
Um, I remember the first time I got pegged and, um, it, it was so, I felt so vulnerable and so close. And you know how you said, this is, you know, this is how a guy feels. It was me was like, is this what a, is this what a woman feels? Really? You thought that? A hundred percent because. Because when I was pegging, I was like, man, this is what a guy feels. <laughs> well, right. Because yeah. I was now being penetrated. Mm-hmm. Right and 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 all. Or I of should my... say the correct term is this is what a penis owner feels. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's be careful about like not assigning labels, gender and stuff yeah. and labels. Um, and in any of these mistakes, we apologize. Just sometimes the way we talk. Right. 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 Um, but for me, it was I definitely felt. You know, like I said, it had some playback there, but to this, I just felt like having my dom's um, body over me, seeing her. Um, and her uh, penetrating me, um, it was so fucking intoxicating. That's the part I always liked with my <clears throat> most recent past partner sub that I would probably do pegging in scenes like three, four times a week. I always would let in the scenes be blindfolded so he can take in all the sensations and feel and be present of what's going on and just mm-hmm. kind of be deprived of sensory mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and hyper aware. Yeah. But at the end, I always like to remove the blindfold so he can see me over on top empowering. Well, but that's because you're nice. Yeah. Well, also too, like men are visual too yes, when it comes to visual. sex. So when they see that, they mm. are more aroused too. Very much so. I mean, right. I, I love to see that portion of it. I love to see her enjoying it. Or if there's a mirror, mm-hmm. I uh, would be like, look in the mirror. Right. So, I mean, I think there's... So besides the fact that there's a, um, you know, prostate being massaged, there's that a portion of like you know, being entered and different play. It really is, it really, to me, was the ultimate um, power dynamic between the two of us. And I'm not saying that's not the case. That's the case for everybody. But for for us, I felt that was the biggest. And for me, what was really exciting was I knew that's what she loved Mm -hmm. because she was in control. Right, every scene, she's a dom, she's in control. We had many different plays that we did, she, but that always was we, included. She always pegged. Mine was always, yeah, that's included. Well, you know, from being my friend, when we talk, like even the listeners can't see it in my face, but when mm-hmm. we talk about pegging or right. cake, like I definitely yeah. radiate 100%. <laughs> a smile in my eyes. Get this in excitement mm-hmm. and I get enamored. I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, <clears throat> that was so intoxicating. So for me, it was a vulnerability and this closeness and this power dynamic. That was what was the most intoxicating for me. Yes, there was the massaging of the prostate and all that, but um, how my brain works that that was what was so fucking amazing for me that's what I really loved about that thing for sure and so I mean I've I've talked to lots of people about pegging I think there's actually more 
uh, people interested in it than they want to admit. And, and I think... Oh, there's huge. When I uploaded Tinder recently, yeah. oh my gosh, there were so many men that were into mm-hmm. sissy play and pegging. I was just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. holy shit, did I move in the right part of the world? Well, yeah. It was like my playground. <laughs> I'm know, just right? like, okay, I'm not a weirdo. Right. Yes, like I'm yeah. normal. This well, is a common, or yeah. maybe people are coming out more about exploring their sexuality. Who knows? I I honestly maybe. don't know. And maybe, but I mean, I mean, I think that's the other thing that we want to get to, which we talked a little bit about. Yes, it is normal, and no, it doesn't mean you're gay, or maybe it does mean you're gay. That's okay. Um, I'm bisexual, but that isn't to me. That doesn't. I. That's not something I want to connect with. Like for me. I like connecting with a female partner yeah. having her peg me, right? You know, here's an interesting thing, because I get a lot of people in FetLife wanting to know if I'll peg them, and usually I'm like, no, you know, it's just, it's just, I'm not going to, no. Too thirsty. <clears throat> Very thirsty. I'm at your fetish dispenser. Um, yeah. And then previously I was in a closed monogamous relationship, and that was a boundary between us with scenes and stuff. Yep. Like, that was something personal between us. So at that time, that was yeah. something I didn't do with other people. Yeah. But a lot of people ask, I had one gentleman from a virtual munch, like, how do I find someone to peg me? Mm. Like, I'm yes. into that. Like, how do I find doms? It seems like they're only pro doms will do it, but you got to pay for it. So how do you find that? Yeah, I haven't had a pro dom um, And some experience. do and some don't. Sure, and... And man, there are amazing pro doms out there. So I, I'm not even going to try to speak to that experience. Um, I think when it comes down to it, it's like choosing how do you find a partner, period. Communication, I guess. I want to explore this. How do you feel? Right. Hypothetically, you're married or you're in a relationship or have mm-hmm. a partnership and it's something maybe you read on Reddit or FetLife or something mm-hmm. that turns you on from a porno or whatever and you want to explore it. Just being open with your partner saying, how do you feel about yeah. trying this? I, I think that's... I'd like th- to explore this. Through a lot of, like all of our conversations we've been having through these episodes, communication is always the best part. How does your partner know what your wants and needs are if you don't tell them. They can't read you. I mean, yes, you can read a little bit, but they can't. Why can't you read my mind? I know, I tried. <laughs> I'd be scared. Yeah, I would be terrified too. It's a <laughs> constant every two seconds over here, over there. And so, I mean, I think when it comes to pegging, if this is something that you're in a relationship with already, mm-hmm. um, it's something that you want to address and and see. Now, for instance, like, I think we've addressed that I'm in a poly relationship. Uh, I'm married mm-hmm. and I have other partners. I, m- my wife and I, we don't participate. She doesn't peg me. Right. right? That's just not our play. Right. Um, <clears throat> it's something that I do with other partners. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things that we do. So, uh, not of course, not everyone is poly or has an open relationship. <clears throat> and if you have that one partner... Um, then you need to open up about some of the things that uh, you may want. So, I mean... And as a single person, <clears throat> it's kind of like you just got to sniff butts and figure it out. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. the one thing with FetLife, at least you can, like, probe through their fetishes. Sure, and see what, see what they like. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess one plus. But if you're not well, so what if on you... those platforms and you're just out there meeting people, but it's something you enjoy giving or receiving, 
it's just kind of talking about it and mm-hmm. would you like what would you give for advice if like you said okay I want to I want to get pegged how can I get my girlfriend slash wife how could to peg me I actually had a um, male guy friend, a climbing buddy, who mm-hmm. has explored with plugs, but um, his partner of two years, um, he would he would like her to peg her and stuff. Yes. And so he had questions, and I was like, well, first you just got to see if she's into it or mm-hmm. run it by her if she wants to explore that with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't force it. I mean, if they're not into it, they're not into it. Right. But maybe making them uh, secure in your relationship or talking about, hey, this is something I really want to try. I think it would be hot or. I would like, I would bring up that you think it, you know, you would feel closer to that, your partner. I definitely. I would, I would say that to my. In my most recent past relationship, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, it started out DS and then went romantic. Mm -hmm. Um. There definitely was a closeness mm-hmm. um, and with the intimacy of that sexual act or in that DS or romantic area of doing that, definitely for sure. Okay, so yeah. so say you've talked to your, your girlfriend uh, slash wife, partner, whatever it is, and she's like, sure, I'm in. Let's try this, right? Yeah, and they've had some, come to the dark side. <laughs> they've had some... We got They've dick. done some play, they've done some ass play, yeah. they fooled around. What would you... Where would you lead them to try and, uh, like, find... Uh, f- where would you lead them so they could find the right toy, the right harness, Absolutely. the right stuff? So, um, you can go to adult stores. Um, the one here in our community was really nice and let me try them on. I don't mm-hmm. know if all of them will do that. Right. So, you can at least see, based on your hip size and your build, if What's it, important it in that? Fits. In well, a harness. Well, Fitting, right? And so what kind of fit? And some, like, I think it depends, too, on the cock. Because okay. there were some harnesses I would try on. Aesthetically, they looked great. But because that partner at that time was doing a lot of stretching and um, bigger sizes, like... Yeah. The cocks that I had, mm-hmm. the weight of those cocks. Right, I know someone else had the same they, problem. They would almost no, fall off no. or something, right? There's a really good company, and I shout out to them. Um, my past partner um, had their harness, and I end up, I own two of their harnesses now, uh, the Minx and the Jaguar, but it's Aslan Leather. They're a Canadian company, great quality leather harnesses, and they have a lifetime warranty on them. They will fix. They do have a, a piece that you can buy if you wanted to wear um, a dildo to pleasure yourself while you're pleasuring your partner. What about a vibe? Um, or vibes, yep. Yeah. Now, when it comes to cocks, there are a variety. Like I said, you want to start out small and work big, depending on the person and their how big, stretching. Before we move on from harnesses, how what kind of cost is, what price range do you see for harnesses like how much are those Aslan, Aslan, those Aslan ones you say would be like yeah right? yeah higher anywhere end. from 130 and my one with the corset backing was about 180 okay and that's Canadian. including my shipping Canadian yeah but like I said they're leather they're gorgeous. excellent quality yeah, they're, oh yeah, they're the colors are great they're lifetime warranties so if you're really gonna explore this and really want to invest in a good quality harness and toy then you can go buy for it. but you could buy a harness in the 
toy store for 50 absolutely bucks, 40, 50 absolutely bucks, right? yeah. yeah and there's cloth there's velour there's all different kinds right so once you go to harness then you're going to need a dildo or a cock right yeah yeah and the one i have you need the suction cup ones um so, oh right and then so that's the, where the ring wraps yeah the ring it. wraps around and it has three little to snaps to hold yes. my cock in that's a that's a popular design yep and there's there's so many different kind of cocks there's curved ones to get to the prostate there's short fat ones there's so many so i yeah, guess it's just, just uh, exploring sure. seeing what feels right because everybody's anatomy is different now i will say on cocks and this is something i learned from ruby writers uh pegging seminar which mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it was pretty basic for me, but this is one thing that kind of, uh, did resonate and was like, wow, I didn't know about that. I'm glad I had this experience to take this course was you have porous and non-porous materials. And because a lot of sex toys are considered novelty items, they're not FDA regulated. There are a lot of chemicals that they put into making these especially like the jellies and the pvc which are the polyvinyl chloride toys Mm -hmm. and they leak out chemicals and i just started being more conscientious now all my cocks are silicone and they get properly cleaned and then i boil them so they're disinfected do you use condoms on them absolutely absolutely now the question i pose though if you had one of these chemical like novelty style yeah would the condom still protect be that barrier to protect and she said that there was studies done in the uk Uh, i can't quote the source but chemicals still leach out through Mm. the condom Mm -hmm. and what happens is people were complaining of rectums of burning or maybe itching after five twenty minutes yeah so glass is good um, silicone. Oh, really? I don't. I haven't ever seen a glass. Okay, yeah. yeah. A glass. Well, I've seen glass dildos, yeah. but like glass for in a harness. The thing too with non-porous, when mm. you have porous ones, you're more susceptible to bacteria, uh, yep. STIs, fungus, all that type of stuff. Even after disinfecting. So. Yeah, I mean, and we want to be upfront about it. I mean, this is. This you're is, penetrating right. someone's internal body. Yeah, and so. You know, and we want to talk about cross contamination and being aware of that kind of stuff, Absolutely. right? So, so I think. Well, I think if you're having sex anyways, and this is well, my personal opinion, you should course. be sexually responsible anyways. Right. I mean, that's something we both believe in. But I mean, ultimately, if you can, it's worth the investment to spend the money on the yes. better cocks and or the better harnesses. Right. I know not everyone's budget's different, and so that's aware of that but it it does make a difference i know with my partner i said this before she had very small hips so she she struggled to find one that would be tight enough to allow her to get it in the position she wanted so that she could have the power that she's wanting in the thrusting Mm -hmm. right so uh she ended up just modifying them a lot um adding some extra holes or something of that to tighten it up now, I know when it comes to the cock, sometimes some companies will say it's made of silicone. Mm-hmm. And because it's not regulated, that doesn't always right. mean. So there is a risk. Reviews. And reviews are yeah, important. Yeah. They're um, Love Honey's good pink cherry color. Mm-hmm. I came across when I started after that seminar, having that education mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. I went online 
and researched reputable companies, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some really good articles out there that had reputable companies where I looked up my Cox and uh, got some more education. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, they are. <laughs> I, I got one. Yeah? I have one cock. On your body? Yes. Oh. See, what's great about my cocks is I can change my colors. Yep. They're always hard. I'm always in the mood and ready to go. <laughs> I can't get anyone pregnant, which is great. Yep. And you can come in a variety of sizes. Exactly. Yep. yep. And I don't have to worry about really giving anyone infections. No. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I clean and take care of them. And I get the cock I have. I can't change it. Yep. So that's kind of one plus side of being a dominant woman and pegging. I've had this argument with my friend who's a bull. Okay. He's always, you know, talking about his cock and oh, mine's so big. And I'm like, I showed him a picture of mine with my harness. He's like, Jesus Christ, that's intimidating. <laughs> I was like, yep. And I can't knock anyone up. It's always hard, ready to go. <laughs> Are you hard right now? <laughs> no, I don't have my cock on. <laughs> So there's, there's, yeah, the, I, I, I really be aware of the equipment that you yeah. do use. And there's a lot of great lubes, lubes matching with your dildos. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of lubes what that lubes can... What lubes do you want to be careful of? Yeah, um, that I'm not really good because I know that gun oil they told me at the adult store not to put on silicone. Yeah, you got to remember it's silicone, so you got to be careful what you're doing. I got to say what I really... A water-based blend. Yes. Yeah. Um, I really like coconut oil. Coconut oil was highly recommended and it's called, and I might be butchering this. I should have mm. looked this up before I did this podcast. Squid? Mm. Like, uh, don't know. I don't know. We can put it in the notes. Yeah. I apologize guys on that one. Yeah. What is it like a type of coconut lube? Was that what it was? No, I don't remember. Oh. I'll have to look. But for me... I found like just uh, coconut, um, coconut oil that you literally just get from the grocery store, mm -hmm. and it it is you know, it's typically in a solid form, mm -hmm. right? And I find that it worked out really good. It also helps uh, kind of rejuvenate afterwards, right? Yeah. It's like because there can be tearing and stuff, right? No, my past partner used to buy like <clears throat> this. A horse lube in large quantities. <laughs> Hang on a second. What? It's like when they artificially seminate horses. Oh, really? Because it was in large quantity. I mean, we would go through a lot of lube. Well, you were doing like playing a lot. Like four yeah. times, five times a week, right? Yeah. So, um, God, I don't remember that either. I should put all these lubes and links in the notes. I'm, well, we can do that. Yeah, I'm okay, not. That, that's a first for me. Yeah, no, but it, it, economically, it it's super cheap if you're going through a lot, right? right? And you just mix it yourself. Okay. Now, one thing I will say based on my experiences with lubes, we explored um, uh, different lubes when we were together. And there were some lubes that we would order and try and they would leave like a Bernie feeling or something. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I, I honestly think it was the, the lube at times. Yeah. So. So let's, uh, let's bring up the burning question or not the burning, but bring up the question. My burning desire for right. pegging. Uh, <laughs> shit happens. Oh, I've had that happen. <laughs> yes. I mean, right? Like we're, I've had that happen once. No, touche. I mean, I've never had it. Right? I think that's, I think no, that's a lot of people's totally. fear. No, right? it's about true. This. So, Embarrassment, fear. 
When I always received dick in my ass, yep. um, I didn't know about... I've never had anyone tell me that they got poopy... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, the brown. But um, I didn't know about douching. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. proper etiquette or cleaning, cleaning yeah, hygiene-wise is prepping prior, mm-hmm. um, cleaning about 20 minutes, half hour... <laughs> Before, if you know you're going to do anal play, um, there are enema kicks. Yeah, I'm not a big Argo fan. flow that attaches to shower. the shower hose and you can yeah. flush I'm, out. I don't like like those real enema kits that like you use for like a medical procedure lots of times. and Because like, they like literally like really purge you. Yeah. But what I found is it, because there was a chemical in it, it's like it, it, it makes your, um, your ass like... Um, Constricting, constrict like, yeah. yeah like contract. it was contracting yeah. and, and it was spasm a little bit so mm. i i mean for me it was the little bottle and so basically i'd buy one of those kits and dump all the stuff the chemicals and i would just keep the little plastic bottle yeah and for yeah. me it was just water warm like l- not hot not cold um a little bit less warm water and three or four times like put it in. So funny story. My first time douching my butt, I was gonna explore my butt plug fox tail that I won from sure. a um, <clears throat> fox um, hunt right. out in the the woods. A scene, and so I wanted my partner at the time to insert this. So I was mm-hmm. cleansing my rectum, mm-hmm. and here I'm. S- <laughs> Bent over in the bathroom using this um, douche ball, bulb, and it just like every time I tried it, it just was not getting clean. And finally, mm. I phoned one of my homosexual friends and I said, "Do you and your partner clean your ass like when you have butt mm-hmm. sex?" And mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, yeah, some people do and some people don't." And yeah. I was like, "I'm having a hard time cleaning my butt. Can you help me?" <laughs> And? <laughs> He's just like, oh my god, just Google it. <laughs> what were you doing wrong? I I just think there was just I don't know if it it took like ten times. Really? Like, it just took for maybe I'm full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> maybe you were that day. I maybe. am full of shit. Look at me. <laughs> no, you know, for me, um, again, lube was important on yeah. on the douching. I did. Yep. I did. So, Use coconut oil. Same. Yeah. Use coconut oil. Yep. Um, just uh, put a little bit up there. S- just wait like thirty seconds, yeah. and then go to the bathroom. And, and then I didn't clean have up any problems. Like no, no, I wasn't dirty or anything. Now I did have an experience. And if my partner ex partner is listening, I'm sorry. With from the bottom of my little black crumb heart. But this was my experience mm. and my only experience with fecal was I think we were doing uh, prostate play. And yep. I, I think I did do pegging too. Mm-hmm. And I saw and smelt something. And they were, they always like yeah. douched prior because yeah. it was just yeah. part of our scene. Yeah. And I just wiped it up with the towel and didn't yeah. say anything. Because right. one of my rules is don't ever ask if you're Correct. dirty. It's right. part of my scene rules. And it, it did happen once, which mm-hmm. is shockingly because, like, mm-hmm. as much as we played and how long yeah. we were together. And I guess from my experience in nursing, I'm calm as a cucumber. That stuff doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. I'm just like, yep, that's human mm-hmm. body, whatever. 
And so that was the only time that's ever happened. So it can happen. I mm-hmm. I asked if maybe they weren't feeling well or was it diet and maybe it was just an off day. Who knows, right? I, I've had it. It can happen. I've had it on a couple of, a couple occasions, but like the same, my dom was kind of like, she didn't give a shit. Well, anyways. Like, She's like, I'm here for the show. No, and like, <laughs> and I didn't know until after the scene, she just said, hey. Yeah, I didn't uh, say anything till no. afterwards. And the same thing. She just kind of yeah. would, you know, wipe or do mm. whatever or clean. I take clean. that back. Um, we played, stopped. They went and tried again. Okay. And then it didn't, it just, it was an off some, day. Yeah, it was I've an had, off day, right? I've the had body's some, weird. I've had some people I know that have talked about that where they were doing a lot more extreme ass play, like really stretching out. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they definitely noticed something. There was something more there. So then it was the same thing. They kind of stopped and the, the partner went to go clean up a little bit better or something mm. like that. Some people have like have a, I've known some people that have had a really bad reaction. They're very embarrassed by it. Yeah. And having a partner who's it. very understanding and compassionate and empathetic and really understands that yeah. it is human nature. That's, I think that's a beautiful support, honestly. I mean, and we're not playing to with the react ass. about that stuff. We're playing with the yeah. Ass. You're going on the dark side, man. Yeah, exactly. It's the dark side it's... of the moon. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. And it's amazing, but yeah, that's that's part of the conversation. So I want to, maybe you don't have knowledge. I, I've asked this with the um, pegging webinar. Mm. I've had this conversation with other people who do ass play. Do you think over time, and if there's any listeners, I would love to know what your mm-hmm. feedback or experiences or insight is. When you go bigger and you stretch, mm-hmm. Over time, do you think that's really bad for your Before. anus? Do you think that causes problems back. when you're older? I don't know. I mean, I know it's a muscle and it's a sphincter. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I do know some Or if there's a doctor out there who knows like, oh, you don't want to go too big because you well, might. I'll tell you, I know some experiences where um, like they were. Prolapse of They colon? were going. Well, I think those things you do have to be careful of. But I mean, they were, they were going with stretching and they'd gotten to some big sizing. And then the play stopped for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but I mean, like a while, like, I mean, like, like a month or two. Yeah. And it went back. Like it. Okay. Like it, it, so they kind of had to Do you know, like long term though, as you get older and I if don't you continue know. that, yeah. I mean, that's no a question. Knows. That's something maybe they should read on. I mean. I've tried looking of, everywhere to see But I'll tell you this something. right now. There's a lot of, everyone, a lot of people are getting fucked in the ass, male or female. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many asses are on the floor. Just another hole. How many asses are on the floor? I mean. (laughs) Bunch of assholes out there (laughs) ready to be taken. I mean, yeah, I think um, I would tend to say no. I mean, maybe if you're doing like, fuck, I've seen some extreme. Oh, yeah. Play like whole. I mean, I've seen stuff huge. Like my next one that I'm getting this, (laughs) this thing. (laughs) This thing's like the size of your leg, <laughs> like your calf. I, I know. I have a big leg. I need to find someone that can take it. <laughs> An elephant. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> right? 
So, but yeah, that that probably ends on the notes of pegging. We, I mean, yeah. we talked about cleansing and cocks and equipment and how to There's talk so about it. There's so much more, and I agree. I think they really should check out <clears throat> some of those the uh, Ruby's webinars. Yeah, pegging paradise. Yep. I'll I'll clip it in the notes. It's so. I think that's is so good, and I think just if I want to basically just encourage people to oh, be open with your partner explore your sexuality yeah if it's and something you're curious go for it i know like, this isn't the dress rehearsal guys this is real life exactly we're here to <laughs> don't hold back yeah live like do it and have fun with it but just communicate and by the way communicate during play yes if it hurts tell someone <sighs> maybe it hurts. we should talk about that seriously yeah. because when <laughs> We talked about going slow. When you're when you're pegging, you just don't want to shove that in there. No. You when I'm pegging, I'm putting lots of lube. You can't feel. And sometimes no, I can't feel. No. And some on some of my cocks, my my head part is super big and then the shaft is smaller or the the head is smaller but the shaft is huge. So mm-hmm. depending on the cock like in the insertion, like I go yeah. really slow. And for the longest time in my scenes, I would go super slow. Um I at one point would let them guide me. Till yeah, I got yeah. used okay. to their body. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I could have them gagged blindfolded and then I could just read their body language mm. and they trust me and do it. Um, so communication and how you, you put that puppy in there is yeah, huge. Yeah, I, would, I was Slow kind of, and gentle. I would get in trouble uh, at first with my dom because we were in a DS scenario. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to impress her i was trying to serve i didn't want to say and she would get quite upset because she's like no i can tell you're being hurt like yes there is some pain with it there's a mix of some if you want to right there can be a mix of pain but it shouldn't hurt and um and she would get quite upset with me she'd be like no we need to you need to communicate what's going on and stuff and i think if you can experiment at home with butt plugs yeah that helps a lot for number one stretching and training at times i would wear the plug before play mm-hmm. right that helps when i knew that i was going to be using bigger stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as they were prepping before the scene i would be like wear this and then insert your large butt plug yeah. so that way when I would be prostate milking or getting into, it was just already nice and stretched. It, it definitely made the process easier. Mm-hmm. It's like... And less warming up and working yeah, and it's, stretching. It's, it's a bit of a warm up, right? It's like Absolutely. stretching your legs and, and whatever before you go for a run or something, right? Like it's just Absolutely. like get things warmed yeah. up. So if you could stretch out. And then again, like if you can uh, practice at home and then some doms would make that part of their dom play. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to do this for X amount of time, yep. or I want you to go wear it to work, or wear it to... I remember I'd have to wear it to a restaurant. They afterwards. have remote control oh. from your app. Yeah. Like, butt Vibrators? plugs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I had a guy reach out, and he's like, I would love for you to put me in chastity and have control over my butt plug while I'm at work through the app. Mm. Yeah. It was interesting. I was like, Huh. Just got to love technology. We should talk about chastity sometime. 
That would be a wonderful topic, actually. Yeah. I'm wearing keys right now. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's that's a great topic to actually, mm-hmm. or not the chastity, but back to the um, going slow and yeah. gentle and communication during that process. You don't just like want to hurt them. It's just like any ass yeah. play, to be honest. I know when I very first pegged, like I thought I could just thrust it in and go like a man or mm-hmm. a, a penis owner. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And no, sometimes depending on the person and the cocks, you just can't put it in there and just start jackrabbing. Right, <laughs> jackrabbiting exactly. it. Right. Like it's just it's a bit it's a bit different than the vagina. Yes. Yeah. Totally, yeah. totally different. So I would say so. Well, hey guys, thanks for uh, listening, and we appreciate your support. And we've had a lot of great positive feedback. I think we're definitely gaining some more listeners, and in different mm-hmm. parts of the world, it's showing up. I know this gonna be cool. It was Austria, Germany, Switzerland. Of course, when I was looking countries. at the <laughs> yeah, we need some folks from Ukraine. They are really? wild over there. Oh my god, I get all my BDSM like toys Ooh, and stuff from there. My yeah. candles and. Mm. Like my latex. Do you get any latex from over there? I haven't, but I know they have okay. some good latex. Oh yeah, UK is pretty crazy too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So hey, that's that's great. We're glad that we're reaching out to you guys and you're listening. Um, you can find us on the website www. No w. one does that. Do well, sure, they? but you're doing it anyways. Www. I, I'll own it. I don't care. I'm almost forty. True North Dom. Mm-hmm. Dom D O M M E. Uh, we're on FetLife and uh, Instagram. Yep, and <clears throat> they can find me uh, FetLife at Oban seventeen ninety four, O B A N seventeen ninety four. And you found out what it means today. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I looked down in your vehicle. I was like, Oh my god! That's not like, what it was. I know it's whiskey, but still. See, now you just told everyone. Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, and then uh, they can also find me on Instagram at uh, stockings s t dot a l k i n g s. And we appreciate you guys listening. Stay freaky and kinky, and have fun out there, guys. Cheers. Bye.